we are winding down 2023, so let's get into it. As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Category Is, and can you believe it? 2020 is almost over. On the one hand, it went by kind of fast, um, but then at the on the other hand, it was a lot going on um, as well. So let's catch up. I know we haven't hung out in a while, but before we get into that, you know how we like to start it off here at Category Is. It's time for What You're Drinking. And since it is so cold here in Chicago, y'all, I am drinking a warm drink today. I have a little, like hot apple cider situation going on so you know around the fall winter time there's always uh, apple cider in the grocery stores so just pick up your favorite jug of apple cider you can even make your own if you want Um, but then you know add some cinnamon a little nutmeg some warming spices and the spirit of your choice so i have so i have some whiskey well it says bourbon whiskey i thought they were two different things but i don't know i still can't tell them apart but um yeah i got a i had a bottle of bullet collecting dust <laughs> down in the basement because you know i don't do the brown like that but um yeah just add as much as you want to your to your apple cider and it'll warm you right on up so one time i had this party where the signature cocktail was like a a hot apple cider so i took like these jugs of apple cider put in a crock pot threw in like some star anise some cloves some cinnamon sticks and just let it like you know warm up in the crock pot and then i had just all different kinds of like whiskey and bourbon and for people to mix in their their cocktail and people got (laughs) lit at that party so please drink responsible if you are of legal age to do so. So this episode is kind of just going to be like a little catch up because, you know, we've been away from each other for a while. And, you know, just to kind of talk about what's going on. And and admittedly, I've kind of been away from the news for a while, so I don't really know what's going on um, in the world. So I was traveling for a bit. Um, We went to Aruba for Thanksgiving. And, you know, it had been... It was kind of like a celebration, too, because we had... We moved the week of Thanksgiving um, last year. And so it was like, you know, our completion of the first year here in Chicago. And what better way to celebrate than going to Aruba, Uh, which is, you know, like our favorite place to go. So we went, um, we actually flew out on Thanksgiving morning, which is the busiest travel day of the year. And O'Hare was packed, like it was swamped. It was crazy. So we were thinking that, you know, because we're going on an international flight, like maybe it won't be as bad, you know, like, but our plane was completely full of people going down to Aruba. But this trip was a little bit different for us because it was a group trip and <laughs> uh, group travel is not my not my thing. And I have not done group travel in a long time, uh, mainly because I hate it. And... <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all why. Um, so, yeah, usually, like, if I'm not traveling with Bay, then my favorite travel partner is my homegirl, Trina, because she's just so cool, so chill, like, so easy to, you know, just go with the flow. And you were kind of like, we're very similar in, like, the way we like to travel. 
um, the <laughs> the people we went with, they were not my friends. They were his friends. Um, and we went on a cruise with, not with, well, I guess it was with him. It was like a, another group. And that was probably the last time I did group travel. Um, we went on a cruise like right before COVID. So it was like February of 2020. And I think literally that was like the last cruise that <laughs> was able to co- get completed because the world shut down like shortly after that. But, um, but yeah, so I just, group travel just ain't for me. And, you know, when I'm going on vacation, I just want to go on vacation and just go. And with group travel, it's always like a debate <laughs> about everything. Where are we going to go eat? I don't want that. I don't like this. I eat this. I eat that. Well, I don't like that. Um, Well, then. All right, let's get ready to go. Somebody's always like way (laughs) slower to get ready than the other people. And it just becomes uh, like frustrating and annoying. And then it's just a lot, Um, especially when you're on vacation. You're just trying to chill, relax, lay up and drink. And some people are like, (laughs) they just kill the vibe. They just kill the vibe. So his friends have had a timeshare down there. They, you know, you have these hotels and resorts. They have different, um, like you buy into one of their timeshares and you can pretty much go anywhere. So they had booked um, their timeshare in down in Aruba, but they couldn't check in until Sunday. And so, you know, we flew, we were flying down on Thursday and against my better judgment, I was like, I agree that, you know, they could just stay with us until Sunday. <laughs> Cause I was like, ah, oh, we get there Thursday afternoon. So you're really only talking like Friday and Saturday, like two full days. And then Sunday they'll, they'll be gone. But they be, it was a mess. It was an ordeal. <laughs> yeah. We agree. We will never be traveling with them, uh, ever again. So, I guess we kind of forgot. Well, I didn't forget. They kind of forgot like how they were when we went on that cruise. And, you know, I was warning him like, hey, hey, you remember, you know, we've traveled with them before and it was not, what's up? <laughs> and so he was like, nah, nah, it'll be fine. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I can suck it up for a couple of days and just like push through, but... They made those first three days so fucking miserable. Like I've never been around people who just, you know, you, you know, those people who like complain about everything and to the point where it just, you just want to tell them to shut the fuck up, (laughs) but you're trying to be nice and civil. Um, but yeah, so everything from like the moment we touched down until the moment they left our Airbnb, they complained about and it was like ridiculous stuff that didn't, that wasn't like deal breakers. Or it wasn't like something that people would make a really, a rational person would make a re- really big deal about. So if I'm in, um, so they didn't like the rental car that we got. They were complaining about that. Um, we get to the Airbnb and you know, it's like a three bedroom villa, like two bathrooms. Um, 
huge like living areas, really um, nice kitchen. Everything was um, updated. It was recently renovated. And the, um, you know, had like this really nice pool and backyard area. Like it was nice. Um, Cause you know, I don't stay in no low budget place. <laughs> but actually it was actually on the lower end of what I would normally stay at because we kind of made some concessions to stay in a place where that wasn't, you know, going to hit their pockets too much because they agreed to like go half or pay a portion of the Airbnb, you know, since they'd be staying there a few nights. And so, yeah, the places that we normally wanted to, would have stayed at, um, were, you know, a bit, a bit nicer, but <laughs> the place we actually stayed in was, was still pretty nice. But, um, but yeah, from the moment we got there, that was, uh, uh, like everything was an issue. Like one guy was complaining that the water in the shower wasn't like steaming, scalding hot. And I'm like, uh, it's like 85 degrees <laughs> like outside. Why do you need to take a scalding hot shower? Then say so we go, we went to the beach and then the beach was too wide for them. <laughs> like you had to walk to, it was too far to walk from the water to the where the our beach chairs were like it was just too much for them they wanted a shorter walk to the beach and so it's like things that um you know when people complain about things that are like outside of everyone's control like there's they're just complaining just to complain at that point so yeah, <laughs> it was not a not a fun experience um, for me. But you know, once we finally got rid of them, uh, the trip actually turned out pretty pretty nice. So there's <laughs> a lot more that I could talk about, but I'm I'm not going to embarrass anybody out here too much. But Aruba was packed for Thanksgiving, which is something we weren't really expecting. Because um, normally when we go, I guess it's during like kind of off peak times. Like we'll go. I guess when people's kids are in school, so they're, you know, not um, going to, you know, take a family vacation or take a vacation with their kids um, still in school or, you know, I guess off peak times. We've been in February. We've been in uh, like September, October. Um, we've been in we've been in June. And actually, that was not very crowded either. Um but yeah, something about this time, it was, it was very, very crowded. And then a lot more cruise ships were coming in because, um, you know, the world had been shut down for, you know, forever. But then Aruba never really closed. Like, it was very, um, you had to take a lot of steps to get there. You had to take, you know, all these COVID protocols and you had to get tested right before you left. And then you had to get, submit all your, you know, upload all your documents and things like that. But they weren't having, so people could, you could still come to the island via plane but they weren't having cruises come to Aruba and so that kind of kept it you know more chill because there wasn't like these influx of cruise ship passengers like every day and so but this time there were at least two cruise ships docked every single day so sometimes three cruise ships and so all of those people coming off the ship and onto the island um, and on to the beach kind of gave it like a different vibe and so I have one like nitpicky thing that we got to talk about because I kept seeing it over and over and over again and 
it's time to have a conversation about it. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but <laughs> y'all, you got to stop wearing socks and sandals and your underwear under your swim trunks. Like that's, you got to stop. Like, I'm sorry, because it just does not make sense. Like, you're at the beach, so wear some flip-flops. Even if you want to wear your slides, your sandals, don't put no socks on with them. Get you a pedicure before you you get to this island. And call it a day, because you look stupid. And then the underwear under the swim trunks. Most swim trunks have underwear already built in. So you don't need to put on a pair of underwear and then put your swim trunks on top of that. Because now you all, <laughs> your junk is all like smushed up and mashed up. That can't be comfortable. And ain't nobody checking for you like that. Like, <laughs> I guess you're worried or concerned that somebody going to be looking at your little thing. We've seen it before. But the thing I don't get is you'll wear, you'll wear like socks and sandals to the beach, but then... You see all these guys on the red carpet who are dressed in like suits and tuxedos and then they don't have on socks. Like that's, that's, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. It's so weird to me. But ladies, take your man to get a pedicure. Check his outfit before he leaves the hotel room. So he's not at the pool or at the beach with underwear and swim trunks. And then what if you get in the water? Like that stuff <laughs> going to chafe. Them things like rubbing up against your inner thigh, like no sir, no ma'am. And now you got some soggy draws on the whole damn day. That's just crazy to me. It's just crazy to me. So we spent a week in Aruba and then we got back uh, to Chicago. And then I had a few days off <laughs> before I started um, this new job. And so it's a bit... Um, of a different, I'm not going to tell y'all where, <laughs> where I work, but uh, yeah, it's a bit of a different um, job for me. Like at my previous job, I just wasn't being challenged enough. Um, and then I had a Karen uh, manager who was such a micromanager that um, it just wasn't a, an environment where I, where I felt I was thriving um, to my full potential. So then, um, yeah, it all happened kind of fast. So I was, I got a message on LinkedIn and it looked like a scam. <laughs> like the email just read, you know, like a scam. And so, you know, I didn't pay any, any attention to it. And then, you know, if you don't answer them or reply to them in like a few days, you'll get like an automated um, message like so-and-so emailed you three days ago. And then I have like reply question mark. And so I was like, oh, let me see what they talking about. So I read through the guy's email um, and then he had posted like a link to some videos from the company and then like the job description. And so <laughs> at first I was like, ah, oh, this is a completely different industry than what I am, you know, have been working in, you know, from all my background and experience. Um, maybe it's not a good fit, but then when I saw the salary range on the job description i was like well hold up let me just see what they're talking about and so everything in the job description was you know stuff that i had been doing the experience that i had um previously and so it was like all right well it's just a different industry like the skills and everything else transfers over 
pretty seamlessly. So, um, oh, and another thing, like my LinkedIn is so old, like I haven't updated it probably since 2017, I think, 2017, 2018. And so when he sent me the, the info, I guess he was going off of my old, um, resume or you know you have to list your job experience there and so i was like well that's old let me send you my updated resume and he immediately like emailed me back <laughs> it was like we, we want to schedule you for an interview and i was like oh okay and yeah from there everything kind of happened pretty fast like everyone i met was so like friendly and nice and they were very passionate about what the company does and the mission and yeah, it kind of just spoke to me. It kind of just spoke to me. And so, um, yeah, I went through like three rounds of interviews and they like literally made me offer like pretty fat, relatively fast, I would say. I guess the whole process was probably like a month. So I'm about two weeks into this, uh, this new job and everything's great so far. Like everyone is so like welcoming and friendly and um, helpful and you know that new sal <laughs> new salary ain't uh, ain't too bad either. So, so I'm looking forward to like you know learning more about this new this new job and and taking uh, 2024 to kind of you know have this opportunity for growth. So that's gonna be a good thing. So that's about it for me for this episode. Um, Definitely going to be traveling for Christmas. I'll be flying to Virginia um, to spend time with my older brother, his family. My mom is, our mom is coming up. Um, yeah, so I'll be there for about a week and then I'll come back and it'll be time for the year in special. So y'all stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 